On the tee from the United States of America, the Back Nine Bros, starting in three, two, one. All right, all right, we're back. It's the Back Nine Bros podcast here today. It's your boy Coop, it's Paul, and Mr. Bobo. We're talking about the Butterfield Bermuda Championship today, but I think we have to start um, with an apology. Um, we pride ourselves as golf experts. Um, but last week, um, last week, I think we had the, we kind of tarnished this name. One of our own made an awful, awful pick when, um, if you go back to the 15 minute mark of last week's podcast, we had, uh, we had Paul pick his DFL and that was Eric Van Royen who ended up winning at 27 under last week. Um, what can, can you explain yourself, Paul? Well, yes, I can. First starters, I just want to say, yeah, bad pick. However, my dark horse, Matt Kuchar, finished runner up. My winner was Ludwig Obert, and he finished T10. And my lock top 10 was Steven Yeager, and he was the co leader after two rounds. So I had one bad pick, but three for four is pretty good. One bad pick? He was your JFL. <laughs> He shot oh, 27 under. Absolutely dominant. Unbelievable. Also, that court that that course was just a playground. They were tearing it up. Uh unbelievable tournament. Congrats, congrats, Mr. Brian Brian. Um, I think you I think we have made an enemy on this podcast, <laughs> Paul. I, now I I support him. I support him altogether. Great win. Good for him. But uh yeah, man, that's that's not good. That's not good at all. <laughs> Look, you know, it's bound to happen. You know, bad picks happen. Look, he won. Yeah. But again, he hasn't had any form. You know, what can I say? I mean, he just came out of nowhere. He said, you know, he's been really working hard. But, you know, I think and he was talking about his best friend who was suffering cancer and said he's not going to make it. And he said that's all he was thinking about the whole round. And look, I mean, those those things make you do crazy things. And he he ended up winning. And I mean, that's, that's an unbelievable him. story. It's an unbelievable story. Glad and glad for him. Congrats to him. But, oh, my God. On behalf of the Back Nine Broach podcast, we apologize. Um, just a tough one. And also, Michael Block, DFL. Uh, I think it was, that was kind of bound to happen hey, there. that's another thing. That's another one of my picks. You guys, were, you, I was the only one who said Michael Block wasn't going to make the cut. I said it. I said he's not making this cut. I said Billy Davis isn't making the cut. And I said Preston Summerhays is making the cut. And I think he did, right? Sure. Sure. You just you just missed, but he got really close. All right. So he was the closest one out of all of them. But but an unbelievable week. Oh a true, true hot take that just that just completely backfired against you paul but uh let's let's check in with let's check in with mr bo how you doing my friend uh how's how things been how how the end of the fall season go um how's life down in the rva been great man rva is a great city end of the season was good we uh we had a little backdoor fourth place finish at our Furman tournament which had a good mm. field so we were up there with a couple good teams i think we uh we got close to texas a&m and a couple others so definitely some good experience to finish off the year but it's officially off season here in Richmond. We are, we have no tournaments till February. So we're all just kind of chilling. It's been pretty low key the last two weeks. 
but uh, catching up on my schoolwork as much as I can with whatever, uh, you know, willpower and uh, concentration that I have left. But been a good year. I'm ready for Thanksgiving break, that's for sure. Hey, power through it, man. We miss those days. We miss those college days for sure. Um, but no, glad to hear. Glad to hear. Um, yeah, any takes from last week? Um, do you want to you want to chirp poll as well? Yeah, I mean, just a ridiculous take, Eric Van Royen. Honestly, <laughs> that's a guy that I probably would have picked as a DFL. So I don't I don't totally hate where he was coming from, but that might is that our first ever DFL that goes on the win? It's gotta yeah. be, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, um, we gotta mark this down in the record books. This will be I a, mean, we've come close to doing that a few times. It's happened before where the guys finished like runner up a couple of times, but like, yeah, to win. I mean, look, you know, something like that was bound to happen, but I honestly was very pleased with my picks this week. You know, I, 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 I really take pride in them. Like I said, Ludwig finished T10. My dark horse was Matt Kuchar. Matt Kuchar, 45. That's really very, very well. Um, Steven Yeager. Okay. I mean, that was a locked up 10. He was the co-leader after two reps. I mean, you know, so I took, I take a lot of pride in my picks this week. I was very proud. Um, and you. with, and with the guys who use the the um the no name guys like Blocky and uh, the the Monday qualifiers also I said well I'll miss the cut so I uh, I'm doing all right but uh, that being said yeah it's crazy uh, crazy DFL pick for sure just real just real quick too and that I, that's after the week we talk about uh, implementing this point system that we're gonna try to do next year. That would be something where, like, okay, if your DFL ends up winning, that should be negative, like, 150,000 points, and that just puts you in last place and just completely crosses you out. Um, that would be fun. It, just stuff like that, it will make it so interesting. And it, it and I'm just so glad, but literally the week after talking about it, it this happened. So uh, let's just keep this that in mind. This is what Coop for, everybody. Let's just keep moments. that in mind as uh, as we start next year's season. Um, but yeah, you got boys want to get in the Bermuda. Uh, I'm very excited for this one. Uh, I, I just have a side comment for the bow. Bow, I have a I'd like to trade you Pavel Buchnevich. Uh, who do you want? Long podcast. David Pasternak? <laughs> yeah, uh, I would, you know what? I'm in the middle of potentially making a trade with the crease crash and Michael Fritz. So, uh, I'd consider a trade for you. Who are you, who are you looking for? Sorry, Coop. This is a quick off topic segment. Absolutely. Yeah, Bo, I'm thinking about. Shaif or Rope? Uh, Shaif might be in it. For Pavel Buchnevich? Yeah. you. Puch had over 82 points last year. No, nah, no. Nah. Listen, you Buch is my guy. boy. We go, we go way back. Listen, Buch is my boy. We go way back. He has three points in the season. The Blues <laughs> stink. The Blues stink. And uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to decline. Back to the golf. Let's talk about some Butterfield. Brian Gay. I know he played well here a few years ago. That's what, always what I think win. of when I think of the Butterfield. So let's talk about Bermuda um the upcoming golf coop looks very unhappy with where we just took this so let's make him happy <laughs> i mean that's the wrong podcast man i know you boys got a hockey podcast now give that a little shout out i know we're trying to get some listeners on that um yeah uh working man multitasking yeah, yeah we sure I are mean, we sure are we're trying to uh expand our avenues reach new people how'd that first episode go by the way went great it was good for me I'm not, you know, I know hockey, but I don't know the intricacies like these guys know it. So I was more of the com- comedic relief. I didn't really. No, you're always in the running for fantasy hockey every year. So well, you listen, know, I, you I know, know my plan. players. I know my players. I know the good teams, you know, 
what's going on around the league. But uh, if you're going to talk to me about who's going to have, listen, I know four checks, I know back checks, I know what all those are. If you're going to talk to me about who has the best four check with this forward going at this formation, you know, I never played hockey really. So I don't know that specific stuff like our boy Noah Dorfman might know, but I'm still there for a good time. I can always add my, uh, my inputs here and there. Talked a lot about Alexi Lafreniere last episode. So if you want to hear some hot takes about him, go listen to the Frozen Five. It's basically just a pro, it's a pro, it's a pro New York Rangers podcast. Like there's like, they don't talk about anything else, but pretty okay. much, pretty much just a Rangers pod. Regardless, but you know, <laughs> but you know what hockey players are good at? They're good at playing golf. And this is what the, this is what the podcast is all about. Golf. This is their post hockey career, man. Exactly. Exactly. So let's get into the Butterfield Bermuda championship. Like we said, Brian Gay, very, very good here. Um, hey, you know, I got it before we get to Bermuda. I want to also mention about Van Royen is that he was sitting on the 125 number number in the FedEx Cup standings entering last week. So, you know, he needed a good week because if he's outside that top 125 come January or sorry, come at the end of RSM. He's not playing on the PGA Tour this come next season. So he needed a good week, and he produced. But, uh, yeah, I mean, another guy on the bubble sitting who needed a big week was Patton Gazire. He was sitting at the 130 mark, made a T-15, shot nine under in the final round uh, or uh, on Saturday, and then three under in the final round to get backdoor top 15. And, look, now he's sitting at 126. So another bubble boy, and he's he's looking for another good week in Bermuda. and then go back home in sea island to finish and that's the, the and that's the thing these these tournaments they matter they they really absolutely really, when you think about it as like it, people the tour calls it the wraparound the wraparound season it, some people call it preseason and some some of the top players don't even play in it this matters for a lot of guys and there's yeah. a lot of money to go around and it's potential career it's their career altering events and and they're really really entertaining. So um so again, good for Van Royen and you know good for the guys like Kizire too that are hopefully going to turn the hopefully going to use this turn it around into an amazing and into a really really good 2024. Um yeah, so I also want to touch on before we I know I apologize, but Adam Long, dude, I don't know if you guys saw this, fifty eight consecutive fairways hit, fifty eight. He's one away from tying the all-time record and two away from breaking it. So, I mean, that's pretty incredible. So if he starts Bermuda with two fairways hit, he's the all-time leader in fairways hit in a row consecutively. Crazy, crazy that he didn't miss a single fairway this week. Imagine that. You go through an entire tournament, you hit every fairway. When have I you mean, Coop, you'd be round? out in the PJ Tour if you were doing that. <laughs> that's true. I got Coop would be a top 10 player in the world. Yeah, well, with the way I putt and the way I hit, the way I hit the ball off the tee, you're damn right. You're damn right. <laughs> damn, damn right. Well, hey, this, um, I forgot what I was gonna say, but Port Royal, awesome course, beautiful, beautiful setting there too. These, this is these are one of the this is one of the events that I'm always I always have my eyes on. I, I love courses like right on the beach, incredible views, and oh my god, that's 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 a bucket list course to play if I ever get a chance to go out to Bermuda that would be so much fun to play out there um and and these guys and I'm expecting like last week a very low scoring event it's only 6,800 yards yeah there's wind 
but this is it's like a resort course. These guys can really attack it. So I'm expecting, you know, 25, 26 under to win this win this event. I agree. I mean, it's good. It's, I mean, well, actually, I should say some of the scores here in the past have been kind of high because of the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it's really going to just be weather dependent. I think. Um, look, the wind is down. It's going to be. They're going to take deep. But if the wind is up, dude, it, it could be like 12, 13 under wind. So yeah, that's true. Well, I'm looking. I'm looking at last year's. Um, looking at last year's finish, and yeah, it was a wind. I'm guessing it was pretty windy. Seamus Power won at 19 under. Yeah. Um, it you know, and everybody was right around like there were six or five or six guys within three or four shots. So Denny yeah. McCarthy was a t- Denny McCarthy T6 uh, out there as well. Um, so it and you know what? It's a kind of an underrated field. Not a lot of not a lot of big names. I know. Uh, I know Drew's the guy that that really picks out the uh, picks out the unknown guys that would really really come up here. Is there anybody that really stands out to you in this? To play well, play well, or just anybody in the field that really stands out, though. Yeah, Hank Lebiota. I have a good feeling for him this week. Um, the one guy know. that stands out to me, Matt, not to cut you off, but yeah. I think it's kind of unique is George Bryan, Wesley Bryan's brother. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he just got through, I think, first stage of Q school. He, I think he was not a pro maybe for a couple of years and um, was just doing YouTube content and other stuff. And he's now going back to Q school, playing really well. And I guess he got an exemption into this week. So kind of like a cool internet star that's now potentially making this a, a career. Yeah. Sorry, you can go back to Lebiota. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. You're good. I agree. Yeah um it is cool to see um I know he's trying to get his game back and you know work his way to maybe trying to make it to Corn Ferry um but no it's cool to see he's in the field but yeah I mean I I think Hank Lebiota stands out to me um he's always one of those guys excuse me who plays well in the wraparound season um yeah I know Bo your boy Nick Dunlap he's playing this week um what is he sponsors exemption Probably. I'm sure that winning the USAM and then the US Junior a few years ago helps, but yeah. uh, that doesn't get you any exemptions other than the, you know, the majors, right? Yeah, it's, I don't I don't believe so, but I'm sure yeah. it's like random sponsors exemption got him in. Um, so I think he's one definitely to look out for. Also, Michael Sims, um, Bermuda favorite, I should say. He's playing once again, um, so you look out for him. But yeah, DJ Trahan in the field. Good to see him playing some good, decent golf. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of names who could contend. You know, I do want to mention Camilo Vajegas. What a story! I mean, last week oh, I know we're, we're going back to um, last week, but still, you know, that was quite the performance. I mean, he's he's one of those guys as of late now who just kind of pops up first or first or second round, but he kept it together very well and he had a chance to come the second 72nd hole. Um, you know, and and for him, for everything he's been through the past few years, I mean, that's it's just so great to see. What a great player he 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 was and still is. You know, he's he's trying to get his game back to where it was. Um, you know, he's another one to watch. I mean, he's I think he's now 140th in the points list, so he's got a really play play well these next couple weeks um if he wants any chance but look i mean he he's, he could do it you know he's got if he play, has another performance like last week definitely so i'd look out for him because it definitely seems like he's um 
making great strides and an effort to gain in his his form back. But yeah, should be a good week. Yeah, well, hey, let's. Uh, you boys want to get into some picks, uh, Mister DFL? Do you want to pick your DFL and he'll be the winner? <laughs> you're really you're itching to get that. Yeah, I I uh, actually have my DFL ready to go. Um, hate to do it to this kid, but you know every event he's been put in this this year has just been really poor. Um, Fred Biondi, um, just the the Brazilian. I'm not not liking his form. You know he hasn't showed any success out in tour yet um he's finished almost dfl every time he's played so i'm going him well, you want to go? i got one ready to go um and I, i'm so glad you didn't pick this guy paul um uh this guy has always been at the bottom no matter what tournament he's in i don't i you know it's it's kind of hard to understand how he's consistently on the tour um he's played he's Played in four events in the wraparound season already. Missed the cut in all of them. Give me Omar Oresti as yeah. the – Yeah. Just a wild – that is a good point. That's a guy like well, that keeps card. I actually – he got in um, because of Mackenzie Hughes with – as uh, out of a Mackenzie Hughes withdrawal. So he was the first alternate, it looks like. All right. All um, right. In honor of our boy Drew Steiner not being here, I'm going to take hey. Michael Gligic, DFL. <laughs> keep him uh, going. <laughs> we got to keep Gligic on the board, even when Drewy's not around. So that's my boy this week. Hopefully, he shoots a billion. We may we we're making so many more enemies than we are friends on the on this. Like very on, very come unfortunate. Come on, we're friends Hate with Biondi. <laughs> we're friends with Brett Biondi, though. That's the thing. Sorry, yeah. I hope he plays well. I hope he, hope he hopefully well. proves me. Maybe he'll prove me wrong. Maybe he'll prove yeah. me wrong. Uh, but um, yeah. All right. Uh, L top ten or uh, dark horse. Dark horse. I I mean I already said it, but Hank Lebiota, mm. dude, he's he's had some success in the wrap rounds. Actually, had success in this event before. So I'm going him for dark horse. Watch out, Hank Lebiota. I'm gonna go back to the guy we just mentioned, Nick Dunlap. I mean, you you're always taking the youngsters, and Listen. they always fail. All right, they usually do. Nick Dunlap is is different. He's special. I've spoken with my college teammates about him. I predicted him to get 11 majors. So, um, I think he is unbelievably good. And I'm predicting you to get 180 majors. That would be a fantastic life, man. You know what? If I got 180, I could go to sleep after my life with a smile on my face. But Dunlap Dunlap might fall 169 short of me, but he's still going to have a great career. He will play well this week. Listen, I've, I've done this with guys like James Nicholas. I've done this with guys like Michael Thorbjornsson. Yeah, James both... Nicholas. Where is he now? I think well, he's, he's playing no. G Pro Tour. No, he's actually doing great. Speaking of James Nicholas, he's final stage of DP World Tour qualifying, and he's in second stage of Corn Ferry qualifying. He's so. playing DP? He's playing both. Yeah, and he's doing quite well. So uh, it sounds of, like he's always made the corn fairy, but he always shits the bed in the feet in the event. So it doesn't mean anything to me. Right, well, he's doing if well. He, if he plays DP, he's going to get laughed out of the tour, man. That guy's awful. He can't play in the wind. I respectfully disagree. You know, we got some uh, dissenting. Look at, look at podcast. his results. Look at his results in like some of the Southern events. They're awful. He, he's, he's a Northeast guy. He always will be. Always was. Always will be. He's terrible. He's been playing his corner. He's been playing his Q school stuff down south. 
doing pretty yeah, well. Yeah, but that's Q school, man. You're 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 going up against guys like who are my with my talent level. <laughs> I don't think that's totally true. I mean, I don't want to name some names, but there are some guys up there who missed the cut. Actually, made it through the first round of Q school, uh, first first stage. And I was you like, got to be pretty good if you can make bro, it through first stage. And I'll text you the name, and then you'll be like, ah, you're right. I'll text, right, text, right text me right now. Yeah, I Meanwhile, will. Meanwhile, we'll let Coop uh, start with our lock top 10 picks. I didn't, I didn't pick my dark horse yet, man. Oh, I apologize. Let me hear the dark horse. All right, so it's been a recurring theme for me to pick, uh, pick a Swede. Got through, yeah. <laughs> uh, pick a, to pick a Swede for my dark horses, and I'm going to do that again uh this week he he's always he's always making the cut um and i can see him and he's one of the bigger names uh in this event that's um and he he, he always plays well so give me alex norin uh oh, at, i was gonna say you're going with david lingmurth <laughs> i picked him last week um pick him last country week. fine he did fine all right alex norin's a good pick i actually like that mm-hmm. um i was thinking about him for a lock top 10 but i guess i can't use him now uh, who you got, Bo, for Dark Horse? Dark Horse. Or actually, Dunlap. you already said Nut Dunlap, right? Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Well, I'm going to go lock top 10. This is going to be another Swede for you, Coop. Give me Henrik Norlander. Like him. Dude, he's been playing some great golf. I picked uh, Norlander last week. That's 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 who you picked. That's right. Yeah, I didn't pick Lingmurf. I did not pick um, But no, I like him. Uh, he he has played well in this ev- specific event in the past. Henrik Norlander's finished in the top 10. That's a lock. I'm going to take the former Butterfield Bermuda Championship champion, Brendan Todd, for my lock top 10. He was in great form a few years back when he won here at Mayakoba. And in my experience, going back to a course where you've played well always brings back some good memories. So I think he's going to go in this week with a nice – Fresh mind, ready to shoot some low scores. I like All it. My lock, top, um, my lock top ten. We talked about him earlier, and one of the great, one of the great stories, one of the great turnarounds, and a guy that is fighting to stay under that top one hundred and fifty. Give me Camilo Vajegas as a yeah. lock. Top 10. Ooh. Love it. Yeah, that's a good one. That's All right, who's one. the big fat winner of the week? Last. You know. I love my winning pick, but I'm going to let you guys go first, and I want to be the grand finale. All right. Well, this is a guy who's been who had a good 2023 season. Young player. Give me Austin Smotherman getting his first victory. Mm. Taylor-made guy. I like it. Yeah. Like Young it. talent. Yes, I actually, really, I actually really, really like my pick. Um, has had a great start to the uh, wraparound season already with a win. Um, give me Luke List to keep it going. Wow. Got out Dan Kirsten, huh? Danny Kirsten, my boy. Kind of love that. Going with a guy who's going to get two in the single wraparound season. Bold for sure. I'm going to go with Brandon Wu. I've taken him before, and I don't know if I've ever taken him to win, but I've taken him in other picks – Dark Horse, Lock Top 10, for example. And one of my favorite guys to watch is Swig is so pure. His punching stroke is so pure. He just does everything nicely. And I saw an Instagram video of him maybe a week ago, and I think he was his coach, and they were working this offseason. He looked really good. So I think he's going to come out, you know, with some vengeance, um, fire some low numbers, 
just like Brendan Todd, but scrape Brendan Todd by a few and hold the trophy come Sunday. I pretty mean, good, pretty good place to win a tournament too. And I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> you're not a you're not a woo guy. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you think this is where he's getting his first? I don't know. You know, some people say I love you, but I say I love Wu. All right, all right, Brandon Wu. <laughs> I mean, if you got a Brandon Wu fan club, this is it right here. Um, By the way, we got to cross our fingers too. Um, obviously, we don't want any injuries or illnesses, but we hope for a dropout because if you guys didn't know, one of the alternates this week is John Daly. That would be awesome to see him play in this. No way. Yeah. Um, he's an alternate. So it's uh yeah, he's it looks like he's the fourth alternate uh behind Matt Every, Daniel Chopra, and Mark Wilson. So who knows? Who knows? We gotta get Mr. Griffin and Lincoln in the field. Oh, look at Bobo's hat. I like it. <laughs> gotta represent. There we go. Love yes, that. Sir. Love that. Um, hey, just real quick, Bo. Uh I gotta ask, is there am I is there any way I could get some Richmond golf merch? Yeah, I got a bunch of extra. Um, whatever I don't wear, I'll try to send your way. And I mean, you might not be my size, but uh, hopefully it works. I don't know. I'm changing. I'm trying to change my fashion around, so I could I could wear a medium like you do. Yeah, get a little schmedium, show off the muscles. Show off the muscles. I've never even heard of that. (laughs) That's what you wear. (laughs) I, you know what I do? I do. I guess you could say this shirt is kind of a schmedium. I think Pulver is like a, a youth small. I was about always, to say. I, he's <laughs> I remember. Got, I do remember. I do remember playing with him. He has some of the uh, Polo R- RLX shirts, and I think one of them is a youth XL. So, <laughs> yes, that's purple, exactly what you said. Actually, you said it was a youth XL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was adult small, the fitted, nice fitted version. I love it. I love it. No bagginess in the swing. I mean, it's great. It's great for golf. Um, you know I, no I free ads no free sponsor. No, yeah you're right no you're free right. ads come on we gotta get monetized boys we gotta get monetized all right so coop so that means so if i'm wearing a youth xl that means you gotta wear a small adult small Ew, i don't know if i can do that man i don't know if i can get that yeah that Bo- bobo's gonna have to wear a youth medium <laughs> that would be absurd man <laughs> We might have to put Soul on a, a youth XL. That that's where the line is drawn. Soul <laughs> and anything youth is not going hand in hand. Nothing against Soul. He's just a big dude. <laughs> oh boy. Um look, uh, no, we got some great picks this week. I always love this event. Like Coop said, the course is great. Um Bermuda, cool cool site to watch golf. Um uh, we gotta make it down there one time, boys. Hopefully when uh Bobo's first year first year out there, we'll uh We'll play the wraparound season, and uh, Coop will make the trip with us. I'm down for live that. podcast, live podcast from Port Royal. Dude, exactly. we should totally do that. Play around at Port Royal, and then maybe just uh, set up the pot outside on the deck. So I will say though, with that golf course, the condition does not look great. <laughs> it never does on TV. It looks. I know it's like burnt, but like I don't know. It was it burnt, very like shaggy. Whiskey. Yeah, shaggy. Yeah. That's the word I meant. Yeah. Still, yeah, it's Bermuda though. You're you're in Bermuda. You're I feel like I'm sure they have a tough time keeping it pure with the weather. Yeah, how crazy. It is. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. But still, it's like you know, it just doesn't look very well groomed. 
Yeah, that's know. fair. That's just me. What's your guys' uh, favorite type of grass? You like bent? Yeah, probably. Pro- I would say bent. Uh, I actually no, no. I would say Bermuda, but it has to be like as pure purest conditions Bermuda, like PGA National. That's my favorite. Easiest to clip wedges off of. Okay, you're gonna get down green. Those into the green Bermudaizer are tough. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, what about I'm Coop? Not, What's I'm Coop gonna say? Like pass Palum? <laughs> I'm out on this conversation. What do you What do you get down in DC? You get bent, right? We got bent. Some Some of the good courses have us uh, in Bermuda as well. Um, Coop's definitely a Poa guy. I do like I do like myself. That's what Poa. they have at Pebble, I think. Yeah, I think so. Pebble, Tori, all those courses. Yeah, what do they, they have that Country Club? They have that too up in uh, Old America. Kapalu is Bermuda, I think. It is, right? Yeah. So there you go. There you have it. There we have it. Yeah, we just we we go all over the place on this podcast. Go from arguing about one of the worst picks in podcast history to our favorite type of grass. Well, listen, we can't always just take picks. We gotta we gotta spice it up sometimes. That's who we grass. are, you know. I oh, was yeah. saying, Very... I was. Very spicy talking about grass. <laughs> hey, as a golfer, you love it. I was That's sitting true. today in an, in an IT data class and got really bored. So looked up Augusta National Greens close up. And I was trying to get as close a view as I could. And man, that grass, that's pretty pristine. You've been yeah. there. You would know. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I've never been on the greens, though. I got to get on the greens. Oh, the greens, yeah. But the grass, like you, you walk on that fairway. It's like everybody says it's like a carpet. It's better than a carpet. You just you don't even think it's real. Like, That's what Coop magical. dreams about every night. Just Augusta's grass. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm looking at these renovations to uh the par three course at Augusta. I'm so excited. Did, I'm so did they excited. play it on the new par three course last year? Or was it not ready? I think it was ready. I think it was, okay. I think it was last year. I don't but think I remember watching. I, I can't wait for that because they're going to start rolling those commercials. Um, probably right around, probably right around Thanksgiving, Christmas time. Um, usually I think it's the th- I think it's the CBS Thanksgiving football game. They'll usually start playing those. And oh my god, I guess uh, it, I I love it. I I the best. I because winter hasn't started yet, but it's already just barren and gross. Um, fall is basically over, and you just have that hope. To that, to that next spring and hey man i can't wait till fucking falls over dude i'm sick of these fucking leaves get me out of here oh i love it i love fall man you can't find your golf ball <laughs> so what free drop look for all yeah but like you can't play with good balls then <laughs> so i don't play with good golf balls anyway all right there you go there yes, you sir. go shout out kirkland <laughs> costco man <laughs> Costco golf balls. I'm not like Bo anymore where I get free college golf balls. I don't live That's what I parred 18 at St. Andrews with, a Kirkland golf ball, baby. Hey, man. They get really? the job done. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that, I turned, turned it around. I turned it around. I switched from a, I switched from a Titleist AVX to uh, Kirkland, and I went and, um, yeah, broke four, broke 40 on the back nine. So, Dude, speaking of those Kirkland balls, we had our uh, Richmond alumni event the other day, and I was playing with – teammate of mine and first hole hits it a little short of the green and he pulls out three wood chips it in or i guess like whatever you call that bellies it in i go to take his ball out of the hole because he was celebrating and he's playing at kirkland and i just loved that i thought it was awesome great so, uh it's a good ball man they they got so much press when they came out with those it seems like they're actually pretty solid 
It's kind of it's oh, got the the cover's kind of firm, right? Not like it's a softball. Golf balls are all the same. They're all the same at the end of the day. Oh, another side note: Mitch Marner, back-to-back games, goal and three assists. Pretty good, right there. Um, Trying to make a move for Austin Matthews. Oh, that's who you're. You're. I mean, it's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, that's not gonna, happening. We might have to pivot <laughs> to uh, maybe Nick Suzuki instead, but uh, that was the original goal. I mean, Bo, if you want, I would think about doing pasta for uh, McKinnon for pasta. I don't. I wouldn't even do that. I think this is a conversation we could have off air, boys. I think you're probably right. <laughs> well, hey, let's um. Well, hey, let's wrap it up here. Another great talk. Another just absolutely random, random conversation as well. Um, Bo, always good to see you. Hey, give uh, give Drew Carlin a shout out as well. Um, for me, and Hove as always, as always from you from Coop. That's the Back Nine Boers podcast. Thank you. And we'll be back soon.